something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. Oh, I love talking shit about weddings. It's my favorite day of the week. I mean, honestly, I live for this hour. (laughs) (laughs) So before we started, I admitted to you that I was feeling pressure because I hadn't had something weird happen to me. Mm-hmm. I actually went to the brand new gigantic Ikea in Burbank, the mm-hmm. biggest Ikea in the country. Yes. And I expected something weird to happen. So I was like, it's cool. Something weird is going to happen at Ikea. I don't need to prepare. And nothing weird happened. And I told you that. And I was like, I don't know what we're going to talk about as the intro. And then you said, I have a story. I have no idea what you're going to say. So take it away, Pammy. <laughs> I do. And it's... Uh... I was driving home from work and, um, I mean, it's just a small, silly story, but I'm driving. I built it up a lot, so don't fuck this up. I know, damn it. So I'm driving along and, you know, sometimes you just notice license plates and especially the ones that say something. And this one really caught my eye and it said H-Y-H-8-T-E-R. Hi, hater. Which is hilarious, but what kind of car do you think this high hater was on? I feel like haters going to hate. It'd be like a really fancy car. Um, we're not going to tell you who this is yet, but guess, do you have a, do you have a type of car you think it would be? I don't know. I see a Jeep or something. Oh, I see like a, I see like a fancier, like a Camaro. I see like a flashy money Mm, car. I'd like a muscle car. Yeah. Yes. Like a dude car. I, I definitely thought a little more sporty or more high-end. It was a mom car. And I can say this because I'm a mom. But it was like a Honda Pilot. I <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Hi, hater on a mom car? Hi, hater. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a Hyundai sedan today. <laughs> the license plate was so slow. <laughs> S-O space S-L-O-W. <laughs> I was two cars ahead and it did it turned left and I was like that was it wasn't on a Prius I know Ooh, (laughs) sick burned a Prius Mm. Pamela do you hate Prius I do pre-I I do I do and I actually I was thinking about getting a Prius oh my gosh I I'm saving for a Tesla okay but (laughs) but for real Pam stood in line to I, be on a list to get a Tesla. I did. She I did. did. She I was did on the, the news. Oh, God. Let's not really? talk about that. She was on the local news. But no, but I think um, I think that Prius is... Listen, is the Prius like as bad as like a PT Cruiser? Because those are the no. ugliest, those oh, are the no. ugliest no, no, no. cars ever. No, no. My I, first job... Can I tell you real quick? My yes. first job out of college, my boss not only drove a PT cruiser, but had like pictures of it in her office and then like turned it in for a newer PT cruiser. And guys, do you know, it was like from get go from like day one of There's being like an adult, club. it was like learning how to like placate your boss <laughs> serves me well. I left on a good <laughs> note with that lady and the whole time I was like, your car is garbage. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, here's the thing. I love, I love everything about, the Prius except for driving it. And I'm I have to admit I'm a very aggressive driver. Fact. Self-admitted. 
And so, like, Priuses just don't ever get out of my way because they can't. And I actually test drove one <laughs> because I'm like, I like, what is it that angers me so much about, you know, driving behind a Prius? And so I went and test drove one and I was like, wow. And I mean, I was pedal to the metal trying to get on the freeway and it wasn't going anywhere. So that's, um, that told me that it was not for me. God, I forgot that you're kind of a rage driver. No, I'm not a rage. Aggressive. I'm aggressive. She said that aggressively. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm just pointing out things. Um, So um, (laughs) introduce our guest. He wants to talk. He does. Well, (laughs) well, we gave him permission to talk. I'm respecting the format, ladies. Listen, (laughs) um, people listening at home. I need you guys to realize that, yes, you're hearing the voice of a dude. This man in front of me has, like, a beard, and he's got a hat on, and, like, a hoodie, and plaid. A big, ugly beard. Bushy. I'm not going to describe it as that. You do you. I'm not going to beard hate. (laughs) Beard shame. We both Um, have husbands with beards. That's true. Oh, man. There's a lot of facial hair in our lives. It's a lot. Um, He is a genuine fan of this show. Long time. When we visioned starting this, what our like target demo and our like generic audience member would look like. I got to be honest with you. Your face did not pop up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. And to be fair, uh, this podcast wasn't on my radar until, until I learned that my wife was a guest. So let me go back. Sorry. I didn't actually give you your formal introduction. You are, um, you work in television. You're a writer. You're a buddy of ours, and really most notably for the podcast, you are the husband of Kristen Lapari. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for Clay Lapari. I'm going to correct the pronunciation, Lapari. It's all good. Don't sweat it. Everyone gets it wrong. Mary Lapari. Get it out of the way. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I named my daughter Mary so that she will never have to deal with that. That's smart. <laughs> She'll hate me, but what'd you do I love your it. son? It's adorable. You just stuck Thank with you. it. I could have gone Larry. Oh, Mary and Larry. Yeah. Too much. That would have been too amazing. Much. Too much. Anyway, so Clay LaPerry <laughs> yes. is on the podcast yes. ready to, I think, go defend himself a little bit. Oh, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I have some I have some bones <laughs> to pick. After the podcast, you know, aired, you started immediately coming at us on Facebook <laughs> yeah. aggressively. You're right. I forgot about that. He had some oh, words. She said a couple things about me that I was like, whoa. That makes me look terrible. This is amazing. I lo- this is our first um, couple. This is, you're the, the second half to come yeah. on. So this is going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm really excited to see how this journey goes about getting a different perspective. And then afterwards, Pam and I, on maybe the next podcast, will let everybody know who we think is right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tally it up. So um, before we get into the details of your wedding from your point of view, your proposal, proposal. from your point of view. <laughs> yeah. Let's dive in, as we do for every guest, into the history of your world of weddings. Wedding when you were a child, did you go to a lot of weddings? I went to one wedding as a child. My uncle's wedding was probably five. And there's a sort of a famous family story about that wedding with me. I my, uh, So my mom is the oldest of six, and the, my uncle getting married was the youngest 
And the night before the wedding, uh, my mom's sister came. Her family came to stay with our family. So I'm five years old. My six-year-old cousin is with me, and we're just hanging out all night. And this is like rad. Oh, this is the greatest thing ever. We're like best friends. And the cousins near my age show up. It's just like party central. Yeah. Yeah. So we stayed. I guess we stayed up. I wouldn't say all night, but we stayed up later than normal. Yeah. 1030. So the next day at the next day at the wedding, uh, I made it through the ceremony. But at the reception, I fell asleep on a couch, uh, whatever, wherever this venue was. And when it came time to take the family photo my dad could not wake me up i was unwakeable <laughs> so he took the sh- he took a shoe off of me and in the family photo from this wedding there's like 20 people and my dad's just holding this little shoe <laughs> and you know that was that represented Aww. me in this photo and it's a great photo and flash forward to what 23 years uh when we got married at the reception my family had a really, uh, it was a really sweet idea. Uh, they found the photographer and they said, come here. And they, they brought us off to the side and they had set up the chairs just like my aunt and uncle were. And they reenacted. And everyone in my family stood behind us, all of them holding a shoe. It was, it was oh, a really, awesome. yeah, it was unexpected. I, just got I know. Yeah, it was, it was oh, pretty nice. cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you sleep through that one? Were you awake for your own wedding? <laughs> I was awake for that. Uh, that was the only wedding I went to as a child. But I obviously have more of a wedding history. Yeah, right. keep yeah. going. Oh my God. Oh, and I, oh, oh, guys, oh, stand he just by. pulled out an index card from his shirt. Buddy, we've been hanging out with you for like an hour. How long has that been in your shirt? I wanted a reaction. <laughs> you got I wasn't, it. I wasn't was going to. when you went to the bathroom? Did you walk into my house no, with that? In no, your... it's been in my shirt since I rolled up, for sure. <laughs> I, you don't know how long I spent at work prepping this. <laughs> Get oh my gosh. to do something other than prep for our show. Don't be advertising that you're stealing hours. I have downtime. <laughs> Safe. That's good. Okay. So this card, uh, you'll see at the top, it says Clay LaPerry's lifetime wedding stats. Perfect. <laughs> because I'm tired of your guests coming in here without having hard numbers. We, we will take a picture. We give them questions ahead of time I to know. be prepared. I yeah. All you got to do is listen to one episode to know you're going to have some questions. Some questions and coming And you should away. have some answers. So, <laughs> I have... be our producer. <laughs> <laughs> I have attended in my lifetime a total of 18 weddings. Okay. Uh, I can give this to you afterwards and you can do whatever you want with it. Uh, 18 <laughs> weddings plus obviously one which was ours. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've been in eight wedding parties. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, twice as the best man. Nice. Once as man of honor, which I think we can probably talk about at some point. Yes, yeah, please. We definitely want to talk uh, about that. And then of the 18, three of those were uh, outdoor weddings. And uh, oh my God. I've statistics. Been, I, I love this. Oh, yeah. This is a baseball are you, card. I was this is say, my, are you a baseball person? <laughs> I love baseball. Oh, my God. This makes yes. so much sense. Yes. Continue. Uh, and finally, uh, I've been to weddings in seven cities. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. You know, so those are some hard, so some data. All domestic? Any international? You know what? This I've, is printed. I, I told this you. The index card is I printed. I spent time on this. I thought you just a handwritten. No. What the fuck is wrong there with you? There are margins involved on this. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is amazing. How type A I are prepare. you? I'm not even that type A. I just, mm-hmm. son, uh, for things like this, I like to prepare. A of your type A <laughs> <laughs> <in> this card. <laughs> 
Uh, but you can't take that because I've got other stuff that I'm going to... Oh, sorry. You can oh, yeah. still need no, the no, notes. You can have it. No, yeah, no, there, no, are it's additional, not there are additional notes. At the notes. end of it, though, it's going to be archived on yes, our board. I, yes. Believe me. Yeah. I, I'm all, uh, all for that. So um, going back to the stats, because you just rolled through numbers, yeah. and now we want to get to emotion. Yeah. So um, this man of honor thing, you seem to want to highlight that. Yeah, tell us about well, that. It's a pretty special thing. Yeah. Uh, my sister. I uh, got married. Older, younger? Older, by okay. five years. Okay. How many siblings do you have? I have one. Okay. So this is it. This is it. Yeah. And she actually got married. We got married the same year. So okay. she and... You know, who she's stole fi- whose thunder? Who got a pro- who got engaged first? Uh, I guess I believe we got engaged first. You fucking know. I honestly don't. <laughs> I, I, mean, I know that she got married. She got married first. And, okay. and I was okay. obviously totally so cool with that. So your parents just like, like the one-two punch of weddings. Yeah. 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 Uh, she called me up uh, and she's like, hey, you know, I have a question for you. I'm getting married. I was wondering if you would be my man of honor. Oh. And I was like, uh, absolutely. I don't yeah. know. Never heard of that before. Yeah. But I get it. But you guys are tight, That's clearly. So sweet. We're pretty tight. We're definitely tighter now. We were, as a kids, we weren't. You know, five years apart is a little bit of a gap. But anyway, yeah. I was mm-hmm. honored. And I yeah. said, yeah. And then she's like, one other thing. We're going to do it on your birthday. <laughs> Are you okay with that? And to be fair, she maybe she didn't present it like that. She did ask so if it was okay. So she went in with the compliment first. And when she got you all buttered up and good, <laughs> smart, like, yeah. girl, yeah. She's I love like, it. Listen, it's, she we're doing it in smart. March. Yeah. And she we're going to do it on a Saturday. She actually was a lawyer. She's not anymore. Uh, yeah. 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 Sorry. I'm married to a lawyer. I know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, she knew what she was doing. It was calculated. For sure. Uh, but she was like, we're, we want to do it in March and we want to do it on a Saturday. And there are limited Saturdays. Sure. So would it be okay? For Whatever. Are you not a child? Like, come on. Did you actually get butthurt no. over it? No, 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 okay, no, 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 no. Not I was going to make you feel I mean, like yeah. an asshole. No, I, I, believe me. I mean, I, I laughed at it. I was like, this is very Molly Ringwald, 16 Candles. But I'm not, it's my 27th birthday. It's not like, yeah. it's, it's not my 30th or my, you know. Anyway, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, did they sing "Happy Birthday" to you? Uh, they did. The morning of her wedding. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Hang on. That's the beginning of a new sentence. A new thought. The morning of her wedding, my family all we all met in the lobby of the hotel, and everybody, including Kristen, forgot it was my birthday, which is fine. I get it. She's getting Use married. Sixteen candles. But. It was like the kind of the joke that I kept saying was, you guys are going to forget my birthday. And you're like, we're not going to forget your birthday. And then I'm just standing there looking at everybody individually <laughs> waiting for someone to just acknowledge it. And they didn't. Well, how long uh, into the day it was did a, it take for somebody to say something? Uh, it was about a, two hours later. My dad and I were getting sh- getting shaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get a Wait, text. back when you had... <laughs> when I my clean. mom would make me shave for special occasions. <laughs> uh I got, I'm with my dad at the barber shop and my and Kristen texts me. She's like, "Uh oh." She's like, "Happy birthday!" Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Whoopsie dips. So whatever. It's fine. I, you know, I don't hold. It's fine. I got over it. This is the part where I don't know if you're gonna like me as much when I finish telling you my weird anecdote. Okay. I got married the day before my brother's birthday, and I had a whole plan at the brunch after the day after, which would be his birthday. To have a small like cupcake brought in or something to kind of like, and it's always on my to-do list. And I 
fucking forgot. And he's such a like, he's not as like, like vocal as I am. Like he's a quieter dude. He's super smart. I really like him. We get along really well. Five years apart. Oh, nice. Um, but I felt like such epic shit because they drove away after the brunch and it was like five minutes later that it dawned on me that it was his fucking birthday. Oh no. And I call him and I'm like, yo, (laughs) (laughs) I fucked up. And he just starts laughing. He was just like, you have had a whirlwind of a weekend. It is not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Like he was so nice about it. I still carry around that guilt. Aww. It will never like he's such a good Aww. dude, and it like broke my heart because I had this kind of cool idea about what to do, and then just the whole weekend was just so jam packed with crazy. That you have all the excuses in the world. Yeah, it's totally fine. I still feel like a dick though. Anyway, I get it, but ugh. But yeah, so when you said that about your family, I'm like, I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 actually really nice because now we really, I mean, you know, it's a special, it's an even more special day. Yeah, right? it's and a we, double we whammy. Remember yeah. to to text each call other each or call yeah, each other. That's cool. Nice. You yeah. always remember. Your I should say that wedding. I forgot my her. I forgot my nephew's birthday, which is today. Oh, so, shout out happy to the birthday, Philip! Happy I'm birthday, Philip! You get to I'm be a terrible on a uncle. Podcast. That's cool. Kids love podcasts about <laughs> weddings. <laughs> They're huge. Art kid demo, huge. huge. Yeah. Straight dudes yes. and children. <laughs> We're in. So did anything interesting, crazy happen with your sister's wedding? Or was it pretty just normal and everything was fine? It was pretty normal and fine. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Kristen, to... I, won't, I don't want to double up any stories, but Kristen did mention about the music problem where she had picked out this crazy playlist. <laughs> She spent hours and days and weeks planning and then, you know, hit play or whatever and nobody danced because it was all obscure music that <laughs> that nobody cared about. It's really, it's, yes. it's and, tough and, because you want to mm. have fun stuff, but like at the end of the day at weddings, everyone expects to hear the same like 30 songs. I know. It's true. It's and a that's hard a, lesson to learn. It really is. And you only really get one shot at it to learn. Pretty much. It's it really under, I think it's one of those things where... It's hard to trust a DJ, I know. but you should. You have to. And By I would way, have made the same mistake if I hadn't witnessed it. It's hard to trust a DJ it. is going to be the the single that I drop next week. <laughs> it's hard to trust a DJ <laughs> featuring Calvin Harris. <laughs> right? Um, so speaking of music, one of the things she brought up on the podcast, you disputed on Facebook. About, yeah. Okay. So now is your time. Where you get I, two. Give hold me, on. I give me a thirty seconds. I don't need you much. You get thirty oh. seconds starting now. Go. I'm a crazy person who believes that music, all music with a small asterisk, should have an expiration date of twenty years. You guys asked Kristen what that length of time was, and she acted as if she didn't know. And it's only something I talk about every other day for the last seven years. This poor woman. And she doesn't know it's twenty years. Okay, that's all Wait, I have to say. Wait, it's 20 or 30? It's I already, 20. I already oh, forgot. it's 20. It's 20. Oh, yeah. You, I've told you once. I've told her a million times. Okay, that's it. 20 years? What? I, so the Beatles are irrelevant? They're just gone. I listened to the Beatles. It's not that they're irrelevant. It's not that they're bad. I literally listened to the Beatles yesterday. Okay. I'm and sorry it was, and for it was, you. And it like moved wow. me. It still so, like, moved ev- me. Every year, just like music falls off. Yeah. Like, it and has it's the, tough. The, wow. 
but I have said I have I have shell. I won't actually physically destroy any hard, uh, you know, copies of of music. But I you will shelve have- them, <sighs> and I will delete them from my iTunes. I'll do that. Oh, I'll do it. And it's <laughs> look, it's it's something I'm- that I've I've I, I've told to a lot of people. And nobody is on board with this, but I can't. But imagine. if you really was... spend a little time, and we and I don't want to take any time up on this. What about remakes? Like if somebody does, it's okay. It starts the clock. It restarts it... the clock. I should. Say. And you still like the song? No, it's not. See, that's the thing. Is it's not about liking or disliking music. I'm not. I'm not getting rid of music I don't want to listen to anymore because who cares? You're not listen- you, Nobody listens to music you don't want to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's about growth, right? And the th- okay, my one of my favorite records of all time is Weezer's Blue Album. Came out in ninety what four, I think. I love it. I've heard it a billion times. It's great. I don't want to be eighty years old and still listening to the Blue Album. Like we we don't we watch new shows, we read new books, we see new movies, we go see new art, and yet forty years later, we're st- like the Beatles are still on the radio a thousand times a day. I get it. It's just exhausted it's, it's just finished it's wrong no hold on hold, hold on up. i got something to say about this is that specifically with that album that you really enjoy yeah doesn't it take you back to places ah, that's a good point so, that i haven't heard before jokingly i'm not being of a jerk course, I know but no gonna, i need no, i need to it. Yeah, sorry okay <laughs> <laughs> come on the podcast here's, and be rude here's to my, my co-host here's my theory about son. that right we're very we're <laughs> Music, uh, you know, we connect, we connect music or songs with important parts of our life and, yes. and, and memories, yes. right? I believe, I believe personally that one, at some point, okay, here's my point. A, a single song, you can only connect so many memories to, right? I believe that you have like, let's say uh, the sweater song on Weezer's album, like reminds me of my high school first kiss or something, right? No memory, no no action I have for the rest of my life while listening to that song is going to connect to a new memory. Right, okay? but it's time to reflect on that old memory. Right, but I will. Okay, but after you twenty only years, want to reflect on after, something for for twenty years. I, I also here's the other point: is that after twenty years, I think that memory is ingrained in your brain, and you will always be there, whether you you don't need you no longer need that trigger from the music, if that makes any sense. Yeah, but it. it, it but no, okay. the time that you spend listening to the to the sweater song again and again and again is time that you could be listening to new music and making new memories and attaching new memories to those new songs. What if I listen to new music and revis- for, for and revisit old music? What if I do both? That's great. But it's unacceptable to it's you. It's not unacceptable. Look, I mean... I think it's a. I just think it's something that everyone should consider, right? Do you and get maybe upset if you hear yeah. like it comes on the radio, or if you're in the oh grocery store? So my, I grew up on Light FM. Like my, any elevator grocery store I go into, and you hear a song, I know all the lyrics too because totally. that's what I. My mom ruled the radio. Like she is so sweet and passive, you would never guess this. But when it came to the radio, you did not touch that dial. <laughs> It was it, the rule was when you have your own car, you can touch the dial and listen to whatever music you want. So I Respect. know all of that music, and like I mean, to me, like it's it's silly. And I look, I'm like, how do I know all these? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it just it brings it makes me think of my mom, which makes me smile. It makes me think of like that story that I just said that she's not an aggressive person. Like so much, it's not necessarily the song. 
He's he's nodding, but he's it. not feeling it. No, he's I not, it. We're not, we're not changing it. him. This, this is what I want to do, Clay. Seven, real quick, I'm seven years into this, yeah. and I'm only more passionate with every day. What I want to know is this. I want to have this conversation with you in 25 years when there is a <laughs> song that is connected to your children that you now have to say goodbye to. Sure. And I want to see if you will. Okay. Yeah. So this podcast is going for 25 years. Episode (laughs) 20 billion. (laughs) Because that's how math works. Um, Right. So welcome to song talk, everybody. (laughs) 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 No, Like I say, go 30 seconds and then we talk about it for eight. It's fine. I can Um, see Jessica Maylard right now rolling her eyes. Oh, so hard. Uh, She'll be on soon. Don't worry. (laughs) To try to segue back to the original point of Kristen yeah. and yes. correcting some yeah. stories. What the else other you got? issue I have. Let's yes. talk about, are we going to talk about your proposal? proposal right? Yes, the proposal. Okay. Yes. So yeah, let's get into it. So you proposed to Kristen, just a, if you haven't listened to episode one, first of all, you should just pause and go back because it's super fun. But to give a recap, Kristen made it sound like you fumbled and were a bumbling idiot exactly. when proposing. <laughs> Right. But I almost it, but it, screamed out loud. But it was, in, in her eyes, sweet. So she's sweet. like, you fumbled, but it was endearing. Oh, my God. The glare you're giving me <laughs> right now. Just my normal face. Okay. So uh, it's now your turn to give your recap, beginning, middle, and end. Tell us how you thought about the proposal. When did you sigh? Did you get a ring? Walk us through the whole thing, because I find that fascinating, because we don't really know that much. We're sure. all in the dark. Okay. I'll try to give you the important bullet points. Yeah. Uh, I chose a date first. Uh, which date first? October 24th. Because okay. 1024 is a very special number to her and to her family. It's uh, actually her mother's birthday, but it's also... You look confused. No, I'm just listening. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm just sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, and, and it's just something that has come up to, with her in their lives a lot. So I was like, you know what? I'll do this October 24th. That's cool. I like that. Thank you. Uh, and then I uh, went to a friend who uh, has a family in uh, the jeweling business, and he helped me get a, a diamond. Uh, and he helped, and he helped me kind of find and assemble a, a, a great ring. Uh, and then I wrote a poem, and the poem was incorporating. It was like very. Uh, it was a numbered theme, and it was an, you know like I was using the theme of numbers and talking about how many years we were together and, and months and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote. It was pretty. It was a pretty darn good poem. And I had it memorized. Yeah. And on the way, she's she's right with this. On the way there, or we get you know we get there. She gets car sick. We get to the beach. Right. And she needs some time to <laughs> to, to kind of compose Whoa, herself. Wait, and get, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Back it up, because if they don't listen to episode okay. one, so sure. you are deciding this morning that you're going to drive her to the beach. And yes. It, right. In That's Malibu. The plan. In Malibu. It was a little overcast, right? Yeah. And I and I took a, but because a route you're, through the mountains that was really windy. But at the time, you thought it'd be scenic. Yeah. And then also, you you had to do the state because it was important. Yes. Right. That okay. was the whole. So you were adamant about the date because of the significance significance of it in her life. Yes. Not because you were like, I just got to get this done. Right. No, okay. no. I had it planned. <laughs> yeah. I got a day off of work, which I, which I found out later was a clear sign to her that something was coming up that I had taken a day off of work and asked to take her to the beach, which I have never done before or since. <laughs> so, so uh, I get it. Nice. But so anyway, so you arrive. She's vo- did she puke or was she just she nauseous? did not throw up? Okay, she's cool. actually never thrown up uh, as long as I've known her. Not what? Once. Yeah, she always says, "I think I'm going to be sick." I'm like, "Babe." 
you're not going to be sick. <laughs> I know by now. <laughs> She's never. But anyway, that's beside wow. the point. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. I know. It is. Yeah. I do not have that record. It's crazy. Go Me ahead. Neither. So you arrive at the beach. So we get to the beach. She cools down. She kind of gets back, to, you know, it's, and she, it, we're back on track, right? Okay. Uh, and I'm like standing behind her. We're looking at the ocean and I'm like, here it goes. And I say something like, you know, let me, uh, I have something, you know, I have, I have something to say. And my mind is just blank. It's, oh, the whole no. thing is gone. Oh, no. But ladies, if there's one thing you know about me. He's got the card. I come prepared. Oh, yes. my God. I had it written down. Did you have And I had it in my pocket. It was on paper. Shirt? It was. I'm not a crazy person. <laughs> no, uh. I had it written down. So I pulled it out and I read it to her. There was no bumbling. There was no stammering or stuttering. I got it out. It just wasn't memorized, which was really disappointing to me because I was very, I had really worked hard to get that into my brain. Yeah. But I mean, but come that's on. that's a big moment. But your, your performance yeah. was good. I think so. Yeah. I mean, definitely. It was, it was, it was, you know, one take, right? Yeah. I got it. Yeah. There yeah. was no yeah. like uh, mixing up rhymes and for just dropping verses or whatever. What happened to that sheet of paper? I can tell you, I don't think she kept it. I don't think she kept it, which is fine. It's fine. I don't hold any grudges. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen it again. I don't, and I can't. I can't. A hundred percent say that I. I you like, don't know. That she no. took it or I gave it to her, and I definitely can't say that she doesn't have it. But I don't think I've ever but seen you it. You don't have it in the almost ten years. I don't have it. No. Which you she, maybe I'm just as to, as to blame for not keeping it as well. But is it on so your do computer? You, like, do you, do you know? have? No, I don't like, have any. I don't. I, do you know it anymore? No, no. Oh, I, I forgot it that moment. It's in that moment, in it's gone. Yeah, but it was great. Well, I can tell you, it was God, great. It was fantastic. Years, yes. be... <laughs> <laughs> Only if I put it to music. Oh my God! So before we push into the confessionals, I do want to briefly talk about your wedding. Okay. So. Okay, so obviously the proposal, as we discussed with Brian on a previous episode, Brian Mailer, he mentioned the fact that when it comes to the proposal, it's just so much on the dude when it comes to like your heteronormative situation and most of the guys propose, blah, blah, blah. Um, if you guys do anything other way, thumbs up. But when it comes to a dude proposing to a girl, it's like all of your pressure is on you and you got to mm. get this done all the build up and the ring and what are you going to do blah, blah blah and then it happens and then it's like he's not involved anymore like he is an afterthought in the wedding were you an afterthought in your wedding not in a mean way to not her, like, like not like jessica was to brian it's just that like the vendors just assume that the bride is the only one making that had the decisions opinions. and yeah well i mean i i can tell you that we had a sort of a interesting situation because we got we got we live in los angeles but we got married in michigan right and Kristen, who is awesome flew to michigan to detroit and in like four days booked the dj booked the venue got the food got the florist did all that by herself i wasn't four days in no time i mean maybe even less she killed it nice uh so i wasn't even there to 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 know if I would have been included by, from the vendor's perspective. So if that's were, what you mean. No, wow. I was asking. So you, yeah. weren't, so you weren't to, involved. So due to the location and time constraint, you had... I had very little... What input did you have? 
Well, I music. I'm guessing. Well, I, I I was gonna be in charge of the music until I went to my sister's wedding, and then I was like, oh, you you do it, DJ, not Kristen, <laughs> DJ. Yeah, um, professional. Yes, right. Uh, you know, I did like I made save the dates, which Kristen didn't even want to do, but I was like, I can, let me do this. No, that's a good idea. That. Yeah, that was I smart. Ma- yeah. What'd you I, do? Uh, I we made I made these like it's kind of maybe kind of cheesy, but they were sort of these like movie ticket stubs. Cute. Save the date information. That's on fine. It. Yeah, it was. It was. Fun. Listen, informative, but with style. Don't, yeah. Don't knock it. Fun. I made do the you programs. Still have a copy of those. We do have those. Yeah. Uh, I made the programs. Um, and those were that was really all I did. Um, but I tried to, you know, I tried to have opinions on things like so color not help, schemes but just and flowers you and stuff. And say, what do you think? Or yeah, a little bit. And I tried to, in a couple areas, tried to just be there and to show interest and to, to have, like, again, I think the most important thing as a man who may not be very active in the planning of their wedding is to just at least have an opinion, right? Like well. if, uh, whether it's the right opinion or, you know, I'm not saying you have to stick to it, but if if your lady comes up to you and says, look, I'm choosing between these two flowers, just pick one and just say, I like it. I like that flower. I think that would look great. Whether you think it's real, whether you really think that or not, just, just have an have opinion. Have a choice. Yeah. And if she goes, well, I like the other one. You go, oh, you know what? I can see that. You're right. <laughs> that does look oh good. And really I'm on board. I mean, if you have a real opinion, great. But I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. just don't go, I don't care. Right. right? Care. Yeah. Care. Care. That's care. a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Is that, you know what I think it is, is that it, one of, it might be, and sometimes in weddings, that one person cares more than the other, not about the marriage, but about the ceremony. Sure. The wedding process, blah, blah, blah. And the person who doesn't try to go out of your way to not make the other person feel stupid. For caring about this stuff. Absolutely not. In general, like for the Mm -hmm. rest of your life in your marriage, there's going to be hobbies or interests or whatever that maybe you're not really that into. But if it makes your significant other happy and it's not hurting anything, like encourage and just care a little bit and just ask questions and be an active listener. And be grateful that somebody's doing this work. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Somebody has to get this done. Yeah. The wedding's happening either way. Yes. Yeah. And just... Hey, take a break. <laughs> Say thank you. I like this. Say yeah. thank you. Say thank you. Say thank you. I like that. Okay, cool. Do you feel like we've... I have one Pam back. I have oh, her back. She's for now. Board. I'm good. I'm Let's good. See. It's because she finished her wine. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've really gotten into your brain and your history, and I feel like we really, we know who you are, we can really dive into these stories and people understand your perspective. Let's do it. Do you guys want to get into the confessionals? Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Um, I don't I haven't even grabbed my papers. Who was up first? Is it you? I'm gonna read. Yeah. So um Pamela, whenever you're ready, please read the first is it confessional or it's device? Confessional. confessional. Okay, go. Dear wedding confessionals, my best friend from college was getting married and I was his best man. He was super athletic and what you would consider to be a big man on campus. Before the ceremony, we're getting ready in our apartment, and I I ask him, Hey, man, are are you good to go? And he replies, Yeah, man, I'm good. All good. So I ask, Are you nervous at all? And he says, No, no, man, I'm good. I'm not nervous at all. Ready to do this. And it's not that I didn't believe him, but I had to ask one final question. 
Then is there a reason why your shirt is on inside out? From, I can't let my man out of the house looking like that. That's fun. <laughs> it's adorable. It's adorable. It's adorable. So like, how wasted are you? I will say, can I tell you something? There's nothing. To, what sort has to do with this? So um, I was thinking about how one would go about doing that with buttons. That was my question is how do you. One, are you nervous or two, are you just like wasted or just like on a Baby drug? Maybe But I will say not that my husband is on a drug, but when I think about putting on a button up, it's always completely open and then you button each button. Correct? Yeah. Adult male in the room. Absolutely. Is there another way? Well, so I did this thing where I bought a lot of clothes on bananarepublic.com because there was a sale. I just bought a bunch of stuff for my husband and was just like, just try it on. Whatever doesn't fit, I'll send back. No big deal. So we had sort of like a fashion show, try on clothes thing. And, but it was like a massive amount of clothes. I just kind of went nuts. I probably went too far, but it's fine. He didn't unbutton everything. He unbuttoned two and then like slithered into it. Who does that? Like, yeah, is that a sign that he's maybe disturbed? I have done that. I mean, maybe once or twice. And if, and if you're trying out a ton of clothes, I guess it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, but I mean, trying to make it feel like it wasn't weird. And I was like, no, 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 no. That what you're doing is weird. And he's like, yeah. no, it's what some guys do. <laughs> <laughs> but that would make sense for this guy how he got it because maybe he had tried it on or the, the day before and just pulled it off over his head and there it's inside out and then the next day you just put it on well i think you guys are assuming that in this scenario the story that he has buttoned his shirt because which i get why you would think that but to me it's like he's got mm. it he hasn't buttoned it yet he's got it open he's like about to button i'm good i'm good i like it because i don't see a world where you can actually (laughs) button a shirt that's inside out and not <laughs> I'm trying to do it with my hands right now. It's very difficult. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of I know. I'm like, neck. did he have the bow tie on? Or like, was he right. ready to walk out the door with the shirt inside out? Like, how do you do that? No, yeah. Real talk. If your friend looked like that, is there a party that just kind of wants wants him to kind of like walk out looking stupid? Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, for a little bit for their wedding. Listen. When do the, you say, "Hey, by buddy"? The time he walks, like I guess, walks on the other, bees is in the front. I'd make sure it's fixed by them. But like, if a couple professional photos are taken backwards, like, yeah, I'm rolling with it. If nothing else, you note Instagram to self. It. Note to self: not <laughs> trusting Brooke on this. Listen, if you put Clay and I both in the the groomsman's party or whatever, like you're <laughs> fucked. Pretty much. <laughs> you better get that shirt on right the first time. <laughs> it's not my problem. <laughs> Oh my god! You do you. <laughs> you guys ready to move on to another one? Yeah. Okie dokie. We got an it advice. Is an advice one. Okay. Cool. 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 It is me. <clears throat> Dear wedding confessionals, I'm really nervous about proposing to my girl. She's my everything, and I want to make it a day she'll never forget. But I feel like every idea I come up with has been done before or is too cheesy. Do you think, sorry, do you have any fresh ideas on how to propose? I got to bring my A game on this one from not very original. Oh, buddy. I have some thoughts about this. Okay. I wonder if this person is really worried about making her day special or if he's trying to get 
YouTube hits. I was just about to say, like, the whole prom proposal thing is like a whole phenomenon with teens that bothers me. I'm like, get over yourselves. If this is about going viral, then... Okay, let's, first of all, throw that out, that if it is about hits, then stop. Okay, yeah. But let's take it from this perspective. You're right. Imagine he has seen all of these things, and he knows his his girl has seen all of these crazy things too. So he thinks the expectations are high. Hello, you drove through the canyons and had a poem and picked a special day. Yeah. Like don't do that. You're one of those guys, (laughs) (laughs) but you're one of those guys that like brought a a little thought. Yeah. Yes. So as a person, what is your, as a person who's proposed to somebody and was successful, what is your specific thought on this? I think I think the most important thing is to do something that is personal to her and or the two of you, right? I think I think the location is important. I think uh, what you say in the moment is important. But the, the have it f- written down. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, and when you start bringing in the outs the uh, the extra elements that are really exciting and unique i don't i don't know i mean i i I think it's a lot you don't want to get too complicated no and i think it's one of those things that you don't want to go like you know deep sea diving with a sign if that's not something the two of you do like that could be fun and exciting but if that's not something you do then don't do that absolutely i agree uh yeah i just and i guess what i come back to is i think that i mean i tell me as women i feel like the day you get the proposal it's going to be something that you remember pretty much no matter how it's delivered. Forever. Right. And <laughs> maybe not for a question mark. Oh, okay. no. You don't forget. In another I mean, episode, we'll dive into my proposal. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> it well, is memorable. <laughs> As is mine. <laughs> no, it's true. They, it, it's, it, and the thing is, it's an anecdote that everyone expects you to tell. Yes. Through your entire engagement. Yep. And it's an anecdote that will be around forever. So you are right to care a little bit, right, for this guy? Yeah. yeah. But I, this is the other thing I want to throw out to him. I think that the things you see on YouTube and the things that get posted on Facebook that come across as, like, over the top, only the over the top things become viral. Like, it's the really, like, wacky things. If your relationship with this person or, you know, she as a person is a little bit more private, if she's a little quiet, if she's a little more personal there's nothing wrong with doing something special but isn't grand right and I, that's, I think that was my point is that you can be very special without having any bells any crazy bells and whistles yeah right? but you also don't necessarily have to do the like you know ring in the dessert like I get that that's something that has been d- sorry Ruthie? Ruth has started out on here? Pam's lap and now she's adjusted she's is she adjusting. good okay. I'm not sure she might jump soon She's, um, she got that bag back. She has to no, be lowered no down gracefully. No jumping, Ruthie. She likes to swan dive, but she shouldn't. The vet has told me she's not supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like it's it's one of those things. Like you know, you don't have to do like you said. It's been done before. It's cheesy, or you know, if if that's not like, then take all of that away and just come up with something, you know, unique that is is funny to you or. A song, as long as it's not 20 years old. Sure, or, sure. 
you know, or that a place or maybe go back to the first place that you, you know, had a date or, you know, any sort of happy memory you have. Yeah. Highlight a happy memory. Yeah. Maybe that's a good advice. If you're really stuck, because I understand if you're not like a creative thinker type, you know, like we all work in like an entertainment industry. We all have very like our brains are very creative to begin with. But if you are kind of a linear thinker and but you recognize with your linear brain that like I want this to be special, but I'm like have a roadblock really go through like look at your personal history, find a fun or happy moment and try to make a nod to that. Right. A hundred percent. I think that's yes. exactly. you're really stuck. And then if you start there, that may spark a creative yeah. twist. Yeah. Yes. I like it. And the trick is a nod. Not necessarily, you're not recreating a moment or a time. You, the, you know, she's the dog is on wine glass. The, the table. She's okay. drunk. She is a co-host. It's now a three-host it podcast. Really I'm so sorry. I'll make sure to introduce her in the beginning of the podcast, guys. Yeah. Ruthie. My little <laughs> mascot doggy. Um, so yeah, I think that you're not, I like that he cares. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Put some, I'm, I, I love I that think, he's putting thought into it. And you know what? It. I he's, think that that yes. means he's going to be great at it. Yeah. Right? right. He's going to do great. He's going to do okay. We have faith in you, buddy. And we wish can you he all the us, luck. Can he let you know Please. what he does? Yes. If let you, us know. If it goes well. If it doesn't, yeah. you don't have to. It's okay. But I think it's going to be great because you care. And I think that's sweet. Yes. And okay. she's going to know that. She's yes. going to feel that. Okay. Who is next? Is it Clay? If we're doing three, I think that means it's me. Numero trace yes. is the guest. Right, this is advice. Yes, it's an advice one. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, go. Okay, dear wedding confessionals. That's us. I have a friend who is getting married in a few weeks. It is both her and the groom's second marriage. So they invited a lot of people thinking plenty would drop out since this wasn't their first time at the rodeo. But as the RSVP started rolling in, it became abundantly clear that more and more people were coming and they are now afraid they are going to have way more people than the reception hall can hold. Now, every day she goes to the mailbox, hoping that some guests are not going to come, which they do start turning people away. She's not made of money. Divorces are pricey. So getting a bigger location isn't an option. Signed overbooked and out of ideas. we're all making cringe faces yeah i think you kind of made this bed (laughs) right there's a lot of people in that bed (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay pillows yes but she's in it what what do you do sheets um okay so it sounds like the idea and she already threw it out there that you can't go bigger venue because the money yeah. So we'll take that out of the equation. Yes. So first of all, find out really what the max capacity is of that venue, right? You're going to try and push your limits. Find out if there's a fire marshal around. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it 10 people over or is it like 50? Yeah. It's, I mean, it sounds like I 50. Know. Oh, God. I don't, I, I don't know what you do. I mean, a part of me thinks... Clay, this is the advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're fucked, basically. Uh, that's Clay's advice. I mean, part of me thinks you just bite the bullet and be honest with like a subgroup of this guest list and say, look, 30 people. I screwed up. Or, you know, is there... <laughs> 
we ha- we're just in a situation yeah. where you can't all come. So is I can I we think do a that's party? a really good point. Exactly. Maybe say listen, I screwed up, we screwed up, you know, we were overly excited and you know, but we still want you involved. But we have to do like the after party or, you know, do something else. You have to. Yes. I have a kind of different suggestion. Okay. So they clearly have a lot of people that care about them. And that's what they're saying. Yes. So they're very likable people. They have good people in their lives. They're probably close with their family. I imagine a lot of this is family. I'm just speculating. But when you think about like, oh yeah, just invite all the cousins. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like that seems like right. one of those things. Sure. Ruth, what are you doing? Whatever. She is now walking around. Yeah. So um, I think that one, call the vendor of the location, figure out if you can fit as many people as possible. If there's an outdoor section that we can now rope off and add some cocktail tables if it's warm enough, roll with that if possible. Jokingly let everyone know that the reception or the the wedding itself is going to be standing room only. Like let people know ahead of time so they wear flat shoes, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Manage but then, the expectations. Yes, manage expectations. See what you can do. But the other thing is that if they're short on cash and they have all these people coming, it's a good chance enough people are receiving gifts that they'll make a little bit on the back end to kind of make up for this. Mm-hmm. I would think about asking for like, couple hundred of thousand dollars from a family member to be like i screwed myself over i just feel like if it's only a little bit of money and you're as likable as you are and you got stuck in a pickle and you don't want to upset all these people is it weird look at her face pam does not like my suggestion at all there's a good chance i can pay it back pretty quickly people like cash what in the now she wants to get on Clay's lap. You're gonna have to pick her up. Okay. She's she's adamant. She's insisting. <laughs> I'll just scratch her from. Okay. She's very short. No, I see where you're coming from with that, and and I think that's the way to get about it without hurting anybody's feelings i guess because you know if you do say something and be like hey i messed up and now you get to come to the after party you know that um, and the bigger the group of people that you say that to it's less people will take it less personally if you if you say that to three people and say listen you three just can't come that sucks but if you say listen 30 people it's three they're not doing that oh no yeah what's the number over that they really have to start tackling this 20 15 I think 10. Am I crazy? 10? Ten? 10. No. You can shove in. 10. You can shove in good. 10? Yeah. One table? 15? Yeah, because there's going to be people who don't show up. There's always people that don't show up. Okay. So with 10, I feel like you could still push the boundaries and have, you know, the few that don't show up take their place. I'd say 20. 20 is 20 the is... limit. If you go 20 over, it's really time to start figuring out your game plan. But until then, just... You can ride it out. There's also the issue of who has RSVP'd. I mean, you may have a a nobody, schlub guy who has RSVP'd, yes. And you may be waiting on someone in, important and special, right? Yeah. So what are you going to do? You're going to tell the important person, person not to come? Or are you going to tell the schlubby guy to, you can't, you aren't invited? The schlubby guy who RSVP'd like the first week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, that's a good point. Like, uh, it did everybody? I mean, the, the RSVPs are still rolling in, but is it past the time? I mean, there is a date. When did she say she's getting married? In the next couple of weeks? Mm, next few weeks. Next few weeks. So this is the hard end of the RSVPs. 
yeah, these are the people that this if is If anyone's me. still TBD, <laughs> you need to just call them and ask. You need to be frank. Yes. Facebook live it. Just tell people to stay home and log in. Give them a link. I just think notifying as many people as possible that it's standing room only and it's yeah. kind of crowded and just roll with it. Yeah. If you said, like you said, if these are fun people, then, you know, it's going to be a fun party. I just mean, listen, go. it's wedding number two. It's going to yeah. be super cash. It's going to be fun. I say pack them in. That's my advice. All right. I'm on board. Are you back in? Yeah. <laughs> Pammy? Yeah. <laughs> I like you in both the like, venue, turn them away, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Wait, it depends. I mean, listen, there's nothing better than a crowded dance floor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Song is Trust the fire the DJ. Marshall is okay. <laughs> I guess I, I don't know why I'm so worried about the venue person. I'm worried about one person. I should be worried about. Oh, the, you're worried about the like party. The, like the manager of the person, like the They're person yeah. in charge. I, yeah, I should listen. I should just... That person can be slipped a tip, and yeah. all this goes away. You're right. Oh, damn. Right. I meant money, Pam. I know. <laughs> it's clear. I'm just saying, you give that person $100 in cash, this problem goes away. They don't care. Yeah, as long as there's that outside area. So you're like, oh, yeah. those 20 people were over are outside. I think right? that space-wise, they will be fine. I can't imagine it being more than 20 people over. Are there windows at this venue? And people can just kind of <laughs> stand on the outside and <laughs> look like, in? Peek in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you need to get creative with the space. I think you need to tell notify the venue as soon as possible so they can help you figure out creative solutions. You're yeah. probably not the first person that's had this no. problem. Good point. Good point. First or last. But I I hate I get sad about the idea of turning people away. That makes me sad. Because they care. They're RSVPing. They want to yes. be there. They Those care about the couple. bring gifts. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's true. Well, divorce is expensive. <laughs> 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 Gotta make it up in the wedding. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, it's fucking true though. Lawyers, like I said, married yeah, one. You know, are pricey. Yeah. Um. So I think we've given <sighs> as much advice in every different direction that we can. <laughs> yes. And lots really, of options. And I really want to know what happens. Yes. And it sounds like I know it's a friends, which means I think they'll gossip with us afterwards. So if you're listening, friend, please let us know please how this goes. Tell us. Yeah, we want to know. <laughs> are you guys ready to move on? Yeah, we got sure. one more. Let's get to, let's oh, get to the last one. one. Let's Great. do it. Dear Wedding Confessionals, I went to a wedding as a plus one that happened to be on a day that turned out to be the hottest day of the year. The couple had picked an indoor location, which was a picture-perfect old barn for the festivities, but there was no air circulating whatsoever. Everyone had sweat rings under their arms and were stripping down to what was the least amount of clothing acceptable was. But the best or worst part was the bride's makeup. She looked like the Joker, Heath's version, not Jack's. Her girls tried to fix it, but it only made it worse. I felt bad for the couple because everyone was dying, but kudos to the bride who acted like she didn't care and made it her best day ever. That is until maybe when the pictures come back from Never Been Hotter. It's <laughs> funny. It's the second week we've talked about. Well, I guess not second because I don't know. I think there's a week in between. But when your mother-in-law was on, she talked about mm. her wedding was like on like the fucking hottest. It was day, a hot day. It was yes. awful. Our wedding was hot too. Yeah. It was a, ugh. We had tents. A little breezy. It was outside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard because. 
you get this like Pinterest view of like, oh my God, a barn. Oh my God, be so cute. Mason jars. Like she yes. says barn. I immediately was like, ooh, yes. So cute. would love to go to a wedding in a barn. It sounds adorable. But then the logistics come in of like, this is a fucking barn. This is where <laughs> barn animals live. There's a reason why people lived in the house and the animals went in the fucking barn. Well, that too. And like picking a date, you just never know. Yeah. You never know. So it's like she's thinking, wow, if it rains, we've got coverage. We're good on that. You just don't ever think if it's hot as fuck, we're screwed. You're stuck in this wooden barn. Ugh, I bet it smelled like horse poop. <laughs> that smell doesn't go anywhere. You can listen. You can rake as much as you want out as a person who's been around horses. It lingers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, but, but I will say, shout out to the bride. Yes. Yeah. Kudos to the bride, as she says. And also, let's not give it up for if she had a makeup artist. Damn. Right? Because day of, if you know it's going to be sweaty, you need to act accordingly. Clay, you don't know this, but no on idea. warm, sweaty days... You just don't do foundation. You don't bother because it's going to get weird. You just don't do it's it. It's going to melt. Yeah. Okay. And you make sure you have on like sweat proof shit. A lot shit. of powder. Yeah. 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 But I, I, I will say if I was this girl and this happened to me, I would just take all my makeup off. Yeah. I, I immediately was just like, why didn't anyone just take her makeup off? Like, I do. I can totally picture though. I love it. They're She's just like, like adding more makeup he, on top of it. <laughs> Clay is so I'm deferring to you guys. Oh, I'm in interested. I just don't know what to say. <laughs> the poop part he was in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I really do appreciate the fact that even though something went wrong, that this bride didn't lose her mind. She had fun with it. She did. She I went like with it. That. And her those photos are memorable. They also can be retaken. Like, it's fine. You could recreate that. Good point. The barn's yeah. still up. True. <laughs> just stand outside of it on another day. With their fresh I'm trying makeup. to think if the pictures were taken, what point in the process? Earlier or later? I guess later. Hopefully before the ceremony. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was okay. Yeah, maybe let's just. just She's a it plus was. one. She didn't know. Yeah. She's not involved. She's not, she doesn't care. But anyway, I like. But this. thank you for sharing the story. Yeah. No, I like the story, and I like I, I like this bride. Yes. I like I like stories that I like. I feel like some of the stories come across with the brides are bitchy. And I like the fact that, like, you know. Yeah. Well, she rolled just with like, it. We're women. Like, we have all different emotions. And I like that she rolled with it. Yes. Right on. Guys, we did it. We did. We, we did made all it our through. stories. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you. Clay, did I, you have fun? I love it. Did you like <laughs> the part it. where we yelled at you about your music choices? I was expecting it. <laughs> you were ready. Was, you it on your, was it on your index card? <laughs> <laughs> it was not. So um, at the end of every episode, we like to do uh, bridal breaks. Bridal breaks are, uh, for people who haven't listened before, little suggestions we give for people that are working on weddings. So not only brides, but anybody involved with the wedding process. You get really bogged down with it and you need some details, sorry, some fun things to do instead of getting bogged down on the details. So we have some fun suggestions of things to do so that you can have fun with your life. So when you come back to working on the wedding, you aren't a grumpy asshole, right? <laughs> Yes. Let's be real. This is yeah. the we don't, want, we're don't be to an keep asshole you. break. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. So um, who's, who's up first? Pamela? Oh, I'll go first. Are you first? Sure. Okay, you are now. <laughs> I am now. Um, so my bridal break this week is um, Sam Adams Summer Ale, 
My um, my husband is from Massachusetts, as we discussed um, with my mother-in-law, and um, Sam Adams is based out of there. So that beer happens a lot in my refrigerator, and the summer ale is just really good. It's really light and like crisp, and is is pretty tasty and really good for the summer. So um, that is my bridal break: is just take a moment and um, just have a beer break, if that's your thing. So. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Clay, do you have your bridal break? Uh, I do have my bridal break. I have one bridal break because I know how frustrated you might sometimes get when people come with multiple bridal breaks. I just think that we <laughs> ask for one. Yeah. And we when do. you bring two, you're breaking rules. I, I understand get it. you're trying to help brides, but what you're doing is not what the rules are. You're Making cheating. it more confusing. <laughs> no. If you come with two, I'm not going to be mad at you. Well, well I have one. Okay. okay. Well, and now we're really... disappointed. Now you look lazy. <laughs> Everyone else comes with two. <laughs> uh, this is really geeky, but it's for you crafters. Okay. Okay. And or collectors. But I have recently, like in the last six months, become obsessed with a thing called Maximum Cards. Okay. What is and this? I know you have no idea what this is. No. It's a form of philately, which if you don't know, is like postage, collecting stamps and postal related items. Okay. Which I'm, I have never been into word. my entire life. I know. I'm like, oh. Yeah. No. Uh, I've never been into that. I've never collected stamps. Okay. But, okay. A maximum card is when you find a postcard. Right. Let, let's postcard. say a postcard. Okay. Let's say yeah. it's a postcard of the Santa Monica Pier. Sure. And then you find a postage stamp that is also of the Santa Monica Pier. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Ideally the same image. Doesn't have to be. Okay. You take the stamp and you put it on the photo of the postcard, the front of the postcard, not the back where you would normally place the stamp, but what? on the image. Okay. But here's where it gets crazy. Okay. You then get it postmarked at in Santa Monica, right? So the stamp that the cancellation stamp that they put on the stamp yeah. is the is the third element of the same theme, right? Okay. And that's a maximum card. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so this is a hobby that like, uh, from what I can find, it's really kind is of- Is there like a website or like no. an Instagram? You can do a Google image search okay. and find okay. some examples. Well, yeah. But, like apparently it seems to be a little, it's not popular anywhere, <laughs> but I think it's a little more common in like Europe okay. Okay. and Asia. Okay. I found a guy in Japan who. By like, the way, who if you ever bridges. have a weird thing that you're into, just say it's popular in Europe and Asia, so people think you have street cred. <laughs> That's a fantastic idea. So, so wait, there's no like Facebook or Instagram. No. No. I mean, there find, might be, but I haven't. How found did that. you find yeah. out about it? I don't even know how it came into my life. I feel like I just kind of stumbled upon it online one day. I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you. But then I was like, wait. This is interesting, but it's tough. This isn't, this is tough. And the trick sure. is you don't, the, the hobby is not finding a maximum card that's been created. Yeah. It's making one. Making your, yes. yes. And I, when I first started looking into it, I'm like, oh, there's probably stamps of everything, but there aren't stamps no. of everything. No. It's no. a limited hard... pool of images that you're going for. Well, yeah. and, and stamps are very, you know, time sensitive. Like it's every six months or a year that a stamp usually is available and then right. they move on to the next. Yeah. So you're searching eBay and Etsy. You're looking like I've. You get obsessed. How yeah. many do you have? I was just going to ask that too. You ready for this? Zero. 
No, hang on a second. Hang on a second. What I have fuck no. Play? Hang on. I've tr- I have tried to make one. Okay, for my mom, for her birthday. Okay. 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 Uh, I won't. I mean, basically, it involved me sending it to South Carolina. And so I wrote a letter to the postmaster at South, the South Carolina, Barnwell, South Carolina branch with a whole letter saying, this is what I'm trying to do. This poor this man is a thing. has a job and you are harassing him. <laughs> Don't you think people that work at the postmark, a post, a postmark, the post office, like kind of get their kicks on the few people that come up with these the little requests? No, they're government employees that are doing their job. I don't think this is their life's passion. No. It's not. However, I do it's feel not. that something <laughs> like different that arrives there, like, wow, it's not just another piece of mail. Like, it is something yeah, that I there's... also made it very clear this was for my mother for her birthday. Like, Wait, I was trying. Is your mom really into this stuff? <laughs> no, she had no idea. She's never heard of it. And and so I did it with weeks in advance. That's I found so a weird. I found a great I found a great postcard. I found a really cool stamp. Oh my god! And I sent it to Barnwell. Yeah. And it has never arrived in in New Orleans, which how, is where my mom lives. How oh long ago god. did you do this? It was in February. <laughs> for a March, it was in February for a March birthday. So okay, so the first attempt was a bust, but here we go. Okay. I just this week. Mm-hmm found two more postcards and yeah. two more stamps i'm going i'm going to go back at it but this time i'm making one for my uh in-laws and one again for my mom so yeah. we're going to be in michigan and we're going to be in louisiana yeah. i'm going to get the pieces mm-hmm. and i'm going to go in person to these post offices yeah, you gotta go in person that's yeah. smart but you, i will say it's a fun it's a fun ha- hobby to have if you travel a lot yeah because then yes. you're able to go to different post offices but but in what i did by sending a letter to the post like that's what these people do this is this is how this is not uncommon in the world of maximum cards to send these letters like i, I didn't to just harass like, government employees you're calling it harassment i'm making a <laughs> polite formally written request <laughs> dear sir or madam <laughs> I have a rando thing that I'd like you to do for me. I actually really like this. I like that it's fun. I like that it's weird. I like that it takes time and effort. And that way, when you actually do achieve the like little thing, it's like it's so earned. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I've spent hours just looking for ideas and researching different potential maximum cards Clay, to make. If I were to ever send you a maximum card... Would you like lose your fucking mind? I would be so excited. Pam, we're going to try to do this. All right. I'm in. We're in it. Um, so listen, I know we're supposed to go into my bridal break, but I want to do something very unorthodox, uh. which is I realized that we didn't ask Clay because we kind of breezed through his stuff because yeah. he, you know, we've already heard a lot of his wedding details from his wife. Yes. But we don't have his perspective on his, on his best and worst best and worst mm. we fucked up pam we did and i could just leave it out but i don't want to i'm willing to go over because i want to know yeah let's do it I got what is the you best okay. part about your wedding so the best part about my wedding first i have to say was watching Kristen uh just kind of kill it and in, in in the sense that she was so cool and calm and and rolled with all the punches nothing nothing uh you know, got in the way or, or faced or, her. Yeah. Faced her. Thank you. Uh, so that, that, that's definitely, I have to mention that. Why was that the best? Because it was, it was, it was, I was so proud of her and, ex, and just like, first of all, it's like a, it's an idea of what's to come in terms of I was going to say as a life partner. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, oh, she can how she handles handle herself stuff. in a yeah. stressful situation. Yeah. She's and not she a killed it. crazy person. Zero, uh, 
what do you call it? Uh, Bridezilla. Bridezilla moments. None yeah. of that. Cool. Um, I mean, Chandler boring for great. the show, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the other really great thing that I have to also say is the fact oh, that... Oh, so we asked for one I know, and I know, you're giving two. two. You guys, I'd like to point <laughs> out. We got all the time in the world. Real breaker. A, okay, I mean, we're quick. already going over. But I'll get yeah, it out yeah. quick. Ugh. The fact that I was able to get all of my closest friends from three... like My best friends from Louisiana, my best friends from college in Boston, and my best friends in L.A., all in one place at the same time. Yeah. Will never happen again. Yeah. Yeah. Until my funeral, probably. Cool. So it was, uh, <laughs> but it was, you know, it's great. Way to bring yeah. it down. Yeah. It's like no, I, it's I've true. I've got a picture yes. of. It's that magical moment where like everyone you've ever liked. Yeah. is You feel in, so loved. Yeah. Yeah. And how can that not be one of the best things about your wedding day? That's a good, that's, that's a good true. one. So, uh. Worst. The worst. Let's hear it. Kristen quickly really killed it with my dad tearing his Achilles tendon. <laughs> That's going to be the worst. But I can, I can oh, the other oh, other bad thing that happened yeah. was uh, somebody in my, someone in my, from my friends uh, got that paint that you put on the car, yeah. right? And they, and they covered our car with wonderful, just married, like nothing profane or anything. Just yeah. your normal mm-hmm. Not like a big style. penis or anything. No. Uh, which is all great. Thank goodness. That's but, why I'm not in charge. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't our car. It wasn't, it was the car we were <laughs> it was using. It car? It was our, my, my father-in-law's car. Okay. And to be fair, the product that they used, I checked, said that this is what it's for. Like, but they put it on the windows, which is great, but they put it all over the body of the car too. And again, the product said that it was okay for the paint. Yeah. So we didn't worry about it that night. The next day we went, Chris and I went to go wash it and clean it up and- it wasn't coming off. And then we went to a professional, like, well, not actually professional. It was a car wash. Yeah. Sure. Where you, you know, you get on High the thing pressure. and it drives you yeah. through. But it's one of those things where before you go through the, the, the meat of the car wash, yeah. there are two people who are giving you a pre-soak. Yeah. And I'll never forget the looks on the two guys who were just spraying and just shaking their head. Like, this isn't coming off. <gasps> oh. <clears throat> so they come out of the car wash. And I think I spent, this is the day after we got married. I think I spent like six hours trying to get every little piece of paint off of that car. Did you get it off? I did eventually get it off. And and, and, oh my, and my father-in-law had to get it like totally detailed, detailed afterwards. Oh. And it, I don't think it damaged the paint, but it was just like, ah, What a stress. What a terrible first day after you get married. Oh. Don't yeah. worry about it. And people meant good. You yeah, know, no, it was well. all great. Oh. Again, the product was supposed, supposedly designed for that. <laughs> Nuts. Wow. Don't just keep it to the windows, folks. Yeah. Oh, just, absolutely. Not on the paint. No, keep no it paint. to the windows, folks. I like that in general. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a wise thing to say. <laughs> okay. To bring it back around to my bridal break, since we, you know, kind of went loosey goosey and backwards. <laughs> so, um, uh, my bridal break is a show that is available on Netflix. It's also apparently a lot of episodes are available on YouTube, which I'll explain what this is. So it is a show called Escape to the Country, which is a British show that is basically like house hunters, but Mm. it's all in rural England. It's all these city people that are moving out to the country. So and then also in every episode, they have a segment where they talk about like some sort of history about the town or that region so we go and visit an old cheese shop or see these like railroad tracks that have some significance and as a person who like loves like the like i'm fucking kate middleton i'm like yeah like any sort of angle like i'm in so all that stuff i'm 100 percent in two i love house hunters because i yes. love 
you know, real estate and also voyeuristic stuff. And and then also the whole history aspect of it. So it's just like hit my sweet spot. I found it while I was just on the treadmill at work. I mean, a treadmill at the gym. And I was just kind of like, Oh, I got to look at something for the next 30 minutes while I try to be healthy. And I just like clicked on this and started watching. And I know the people around me on the treadmill thought I was crazy. Cause I started like squealing in delight. Cause I was like, what is this show? <laughs> everything I've ever wanted. I've blasted through a lot of them. And another friend of mine, um, Brittany, who's also a big fan of this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I told her about it. And then she's like, okay, I found it on YouTube and they've got more seasons on YouTube. <laughs> so apparently it's been going on. Like, I think it's like season 22 is available on Netflix. Oh my gosh. So it's like, oh, this apparently has been going on for years and years in England, but uh, escape to the country. Um, a season of it with like a bunch of episodes are on Netflix, more on YouTube. What's nice is that it's quiet. It's British mm-hmm. and it's like when it's like the end of the day and you need something soothing or again, you're stressed out from the wedding. This is just such a namaste. You're just looking at pictures of like sheep in a meadow and then you look at this cute little cottage and British people are like, oh, I like this stove. It's like fucking yes. <laughs> so that's my bridal break. It sounds amazing. And this is quickly, it's the same format. Like they look at three different barns and they pick a barn. Oh, ooh, it is <laughs> three. But here's the thing. They tell ahead of time what they're looking for. Like, I'm looking for, you know, sometimes they want to add a bed and breakfast to make a little money or they need like an extra. So they'll have like two homes that are kind of in the vision. And then the the third place they show them is called the mystery house. And the mystery house is always a little bit different where it's like it's either bigger than they thought they would need or smaller, but in a different place. It's like they just kind of throw a little curveball. And sometimes the people really like them. Also, it's not there's a host. But it's not the same host in every episode, which took me a while to get used to. Like the first time it happened, I was like, you're not my real mom. Like I was like, who's this person? (laughs) (laughs) But they kind of cycle in and out. There's no rhyme or reason behind the person. Also, I don't think the host is like any way affiliated with real estate. I think they're just British. They're just locals. (laughs) They're just a host. I don't even think they're locals. I don't oh. think they have any qualifications, but and they're not even always like attractive. Excuse me, sir, can you just like, read it's this? just a guy. <laughs> anyway, but I genuinely enjoy it, and I hope that you guys will too. And that's my bridal break. Love Escape it. The country. Thank Check you. it out. Yeah, you got it. Um, so uh, thanks for coming on and sharing all your thoughts with us, Clay. Yes, ladies, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for letting me come. It was so much fun. Yes, we um, loved it. So uh, can you give us any idea of where we can reach you if anyone wants to reach out or have anything you want to promote? Uh, well, my Twitter and Instagram handle is the same. It's at Samupid, S-U-M-U-P-I-D, which is also my personalized license plate to bring it back to the very beginning. Really? Yeah. Oh, my uh, gosh. Nice. Uh, and then, uh, I did not you know can, that. <laughs> uh, you can, I'm working on uh, Nickelodeon School of Rock. Yeah. Nice. Based on the Jack Black vehicle from 20 years ago or whatever. Uh, And uh, yeah, I got an episode coming on that in a couple months. It'll be airing. That's cool. Check it out. Yeah, because you wrote it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, you just said it's going to be out. Like, people don't know. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Season three. Season three of School School of Rock. Season three. Tell your kids. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. That's a cool thing to plug. Yeah. Right on, dude. Proud of it. Um, we should plug our own stuff since we're at the end of this podcast, Pamela. Yeah. Um, d- did you know that we have a website? We do. We do. We have we a do. website. Are Wedding, you aware? Weddingconfessionals.com. What's on that website? Everything. We got some Twitter. We have Facebook. 
We, we, we got some Instagram. We do. We've got a very neglected Pinterest page. Ooh, we got to work on that. I know. We are not great about keeping up. Not Pinterest, Pinterest is great for weddings, but it for some is. reason, not great for wedding conventionals. <laughs> it's fine. Not we'll yet. get there. We'll get not there. Yet. We'll get there. It's we'll fine. Get there. Yeah. Um, but yes, you can go on that website to find all of our social media links. Also, if you uh, want to hear every episode, please hit subscribe on iTunes and give us a fun little rating. Also, if you I have stories, ratings. guys. Send Keep them, them in weddingconfessionals yes. at gmail.com. We love them. Or you can go on to weddingconfessionals.com and you can send them in even more anonymously. So we don't even have to know your email address. You won't have to share anything but those dirty little secrets. Yes. We want to know them. All right, cool. So that's it. That's it for We're today. done with the episode. Yeah. Are you happy with it? I'm good. Clay? I didn't embarrass myself. Well, okay. is that a question mark? <laughs> oh, you want us to tell you now? <laughs> uh, I wait for the reviews to pour in. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434 434- Nine three three two six six three. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.